Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here once again with you. Whether you're listening live or listening to the replay, the podcast replay, it's always live because it's always in the moment that you're listening. And in that moment, it's a live experience for you. So I'm going to encourage you just to take a moment to breathe with me here. Just take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and just land here in this beautiful present moment. And as you're doing that, I'm just going to remind you that the ego loves to use the past and the future to take us out of the present moment. So my invitation for you right now is just to become present to what is. Just land here with me. And the breath is a great tool. It's one of the most reliable tools we have. Everywhere we go, we have our breath. Just pause and breathe in and breathe out. And you can even bring your mind into it. So you give your mind something to do. And you can even say in your mind, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. As we allow the breath to anchor us in the present moment, it allows our mind to calm and come to the present moment along with us. When we have our mind kind of going off on different tangents, it's challenging to be fully present. So what does it mean to be fully present? It just means to be here now. To be here now with the resistance, to be here now with your emotions, to be with your thoughts, to be with the feelings and sensations in your body, to be with whatever's present in your life in this moment. Just to be here now. Today's message is a divine channeling message. I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth today. I didn't get a topic. I didn't get a title. I didn't get a description. Just an open message for whatever you need to hear. And I always tell my members that I won't tell them what they want to hear, but I promise to tell them what they need to hear. Sometimes what we need to hear is what we want to hear. And often what we need to hear is not necessarily what we want to hear. So as I allow today's message to come through, I'm going to invite you just to be open and curious. Just be wildly open and deeply curious. A curious mind opens the mind for whatever message you're meant to receive. If you're allowing the messages to be filtered through a lens of judgment, which is the ego, then it limits what you can hear and what you'll receive. So imagine for a moment you could actually just empty the mind completely. Imagine you could actually empty it like a bowl, just emptying out a bowl. And imagine your mind wide, wide open, open to receive the gift that this moment holds for you, the message that this episode holds for you. What is it that you're meant to hear? What is it that the world is meant to hear today? What is the message we most need at this time? The other day in meditation, I received the words, a call to rise is one thing that's been coming in a lot lately. But those words were then followed by, this is the next wave of the great awakening. So we're entering another phase of awakening. All of humanity. And it's an exciting time. And it's also a challenging time. Because in order to wake up, 
those things that we used to use to numb us out or to forget or to be in denial or to, to unplug from our spiritual practice or unplug from consciousness or awareness, it doesn't work anymore. Those things don't work anymore. And as we level up once again, even more things that we're trying to use, vices that we're trying to use to keep us in denial or unplugged from from the real reality that we need to be looking at, which is how are we choosing love in our life and how are we choosing fear? How are we aligning with ego, which is fear, and how are we aligning with our inner spirit, which is the divine? Alignment is key. And the more and more we're out of alignment, the more and more challenging it's going to become. Each time the energy levels up, it becomes more and more challenging to be out of alignment, to be in resistance. Now, we can have resistance without being resistant to it. And we can have resistance and add our own resistance or dig our heels in and judge it and question it and sit in the why of it. And that just keeps us stuck in it longer and actually causes way more suffering and pain. My invitation to you today is to drop all your resistance, to surrender to this moment, even if it's just while you're listening. Let go of all distractions. Let go of all temptations for distractions. And really sink in to receive what you're meant to receive today. Recently, I had a healing session. One of my clients works with horses and combines horse therapy and healing sessions with horses. And I've always had a real strong connection to horses, but I also had some fear of horses for a long time. And recently that fear has kind of shifted, which is really great. And what I was able to do is actually receive a healing session lying on the table with the horses around us in in the pasture, in the field. And the message I got, there was some generational stuff clearing. There was some past life stuff clearing. But the message I got and the feeling I got was my body was trying to rise up. It was like my energy, my spirit, my body was trying to rise up. And there was this anchor, this chain and this anchor. And as I tuned into the anchor, I could feel it was just really old stuff holding me back. And it was old collective energy. It was old collective consciousness. It wasn't even really about me where I was at in my life at that point. But I could feel this anchor holding me back. And in the work I do, I often talk about history anchors. This was a history anchor, not just from this life, but from like collective lives, more than just my life, many people's lives. And I heard the words call to rise. And I could feel this call to rise. And I could feel this anchor pulling me down at the same time. And they kind of came to the point where the anchor chain had been like stretched as far as it can. So I couldn't, I couldn't rise up any further. Now, if you imagine on a boat, if there was a boat at a marina and the tide was rising up, but the boat was anchored down and the chain was too short, then that boat would end up underwater, be pulled back down underwater as the tide rises. Well, right now the tide's rising for all of us. And for those of us that have a short chain and an anchor still in place, we're going to feel like we're barely treading water. And some of us may even feel like we're underwater, drowning. Drowning in our fears, drowning in our resistance, drowning in our pain, our suffering. And the invitation is to break the chain. And the way we do that is through awareness, acceptance, a willingness, and courage. When I was in that session, I could feel the chain pulling me down. I could feel the energy rising up, and I could feel that call to rise. And it's the, it's the strongest call I've, I've felt. And I've, I've 
felt a lot of calls in my heart like that. Calling in my heart has always been very strong for me. But this felt different. This felt like an intensity, but not an urgency, a fear-based urgency. It was an intensity and it was an invitation and it was like hmm, a vibrational frequency that I hadn't quite experienced before. And I've had different experiences of oneness over the years. And in those experiences, I really felt like blended with everything and everyone all together all at once. This one felt like it was like rising up and then everything coming along with me. The words that really, really just stuck with me was that call to rise. And right now we're all being called to rise. All of us, every single one of us. And those that are resisting are barely treading water or being pulled under. And those that are saying yes, even if you don't know what that looks like, even if you aren't sure what your path is, even if you don't know what your purpose is, just say yes. Just say yes and see what happens. Because when we declare and say yes within our heart, the divine guides us and leads us. That's life by divine. So I was able to break this chain. And as soon as the chain released, I felt this floating up. I floated up and I felt like, again, in that experience of oneness, I was at one with everything. I was almost in the clouds and I became one with the clouds and I became one with the sky and I became one with the trees and everything that was around me, all the nature, the horses, everything, everyone. They're, they're very profound experiences at that level. And then uh, every day I make an, an, an intention, I create an intention, I set an intention, and I really kind of sit in my oneness with everything. So I, I create an experience of oneness with all the elements, the earth, the air, the water, the fire, and space. When I do that each day, I feel really connected to everything because the world is so programmed in fear and creating this separation. And everywhere we look, there's these separations, this, these pockets of people coming together that create a separation in other groups. And then there's these this fighting or this bickering or this attacking that's going on. And I'm seeing a lot of that through social media, especially. People have some real courage when it comes to having that social media boundary in between them and the other person. I'm sure that if that person was standing in front of them, they wouldn't say the things they were saying. So it gives them a, a sense of courage. There's so much separation right now. This call to rise is not just a call to rise up inside of yourself, but a call to rise together. How can we create unification? How can we unify in love for each other? How can we honor our differences and remain connected? It's absolutely possible. The invitation is to... Tune into your heart and see, what am I meant to do? How can I play a role that will contribute to more of a sense of connection? More of a sense of connection within yourself, to your divine spirit within you, but also a connection to each other. Now, you may find it easy to connect with certain people in certain situations, and you can nurture those connections. How can you nurture them? What are some ways that you can actually align and nurture those connections so that they deepen, so that they become more solid, so that you can stand really solid in those connections? And then how do you nurture and deepen your connection to yourself? So I ask you these questions to spark 
uh, inner reflection. So I don't want you to answer with your head. That's, that's just the ego up there speaking. But to tune into your heart space, to tune into your heart, that place of knowing what you're meant to do and how you're meant to do it. And from that place, there's real beautiful creative energies that come in. There's real creative solutions that come in. And the heart will kind of give the solutions to the mind. So we do have a process in the mind where we have an understanding and we have thoughts that come in or ideas that come in. But it's not leading with the head. It's not leading with the mind. It's leading with the heart. It's leading with that inner place of knowing, knowing that goes beyond logic and reason, knowing that's not limited by knowledge, knowing that goes beyond the limitations of our human programmed mind. When we tap into that knowing, we're tapping into the divine. And the divine nature is within each of us because we are an extension of that divine nature. I talked about that last week and I was talking about the ego self, the human self, and the divine self. So you can go back to that episode if you missed it or if you need to review it. When we look at life by divine, it is about allowing the divinity that is part of all of us to animate us, to direct us, to lead us, to use our body, use our voice, everything about it, everything about our lives, we offer over to the divine, which is us in truth, which is me, which is you. We are all one with the divine. That's living oneness. We're having a human experience. We're in our humanness. We can embrace our humanness. And at the same time, embody our divinity. When we allow the divine to work through us, we become these channels. The channel for the message that we need to say and the message that others need to hear. And going back to my promise in the beginning, sometimes what we need to say is not always what others want to hear. And sometimes what they need to hear is not always what they want to hear. And I encourage you to speak your truth anyways. I encourage you to have a voice. I encourage you to take a stand and and stand up for those causes that you feel passionate about in your heart. There's purpose in that. There's a lot of causes right now out there. There's a lot of people rising up. There's a lot of opportunities rising up for people to say yes, to play their part. And if you're meant to, then do it. And if you're not meant to, then let that go and know that there's another piece. There's another cause for you. See, the ego would have us chasing all of these causes in the world and continue to chase all of these causes and get all confused and take up all our time and energy and become exhausted and feel like we're banging our head against the wall. We're not making any progress because we're really, we actually have no business going and stepping into that cause if it's not guided. Because if it's not clearly guided from your heart, it's actually not purposeful. You're not serving. I remember one time when I was really working with people in the way of yes and no, helping them discern when they're meant to say yes to something and when they're meant to say no to something and helping people get really comfortable with saying no. I was one of those people I had a hard time saying no. If someone asked me to do something, I would feel guilty or obligated or I feel like I want to help so badly that I just would say yes to everything. But it came at a real sacrifice to self, but it also spread my energy so thin that I couldn't really fully be devoted to one thing or two things or I just had this like stream of energy going in so many different directions. When I learned that saying no is actually saying yes, that was really powerful for me. That shifted everything for me. When we say no to those things that we're guided to say no to, not only are we saying yes to something else, 
for ourselves, but we're actually giving another person the opportunity to step up and say yes. So let's say in a workplace, if you're always saying, yes, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And we don't actually give the opportunity for anyone else to step up and say yes, then we're actually denying them that opportunity. If you're going to spearhead every cause, then you're actually denying other people standing in, in, in their potential leadership. So when we follow our heart, when we let the divine nature within us guide us and lead us, it's working on behalf of everyone. So if we get a no and we say no to something, because that's what's guided, then we're actually creating space for us to say yes to something else in our own lives. And we're giving permission for someone else to step up and be that voice and stand in that cause. So as you're here listening, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and drop into your heart space. Just breathe. Be with your heart space. Be with that beautiful place of knowing within you. Imagine you could take an elevator out of your mind and down into your heart. Imagine it was easy to go there. Imagine the spaciousness of the heart. Now imagine your heart expanding as it beats, as you breathe, it just gently and softly expands. And imagine with each exhale that everything softens and you could exhale tension and you could exhale fear. And with each breath in, you can invite this divine courage and this divine light, inviting an alignment between your mind and your heart a synergy, a harmony, a partnership, a collaboration. Allowing the heart, your divine nature to lead, and at the same time, bringing your humanness in collaboration with the heart. Bringing your mind into the passenger seat to follow directions, to be the tool that it's meant to be, to support you. And as you're breathing, I'm going to invite you just to stay in that space and allow whatever to pop into your mind, whatever needs to come in. Just pause and take a moment to reflect on my words and allow whatever to come in to come in. So you're not thinking about it. You're not analyzing the, the answer, the question, just allowing whatever to pop in, even if it doesn't make sense. What is one cause you feel so deeply in your heart that you know you're meant to take some inspired action around? Now bring that cause into your heart and imagine yourself standing up inside and, and holding that cause. Imagine yourself saying yes to it, saying yes to play your part, whatever it is. We don't need to worry about what the part is. Just say yes to the part. Even though I don't know, I'm willing to say yes right now. Even though I don't know what it's going to look like, even though maybe I'm a little afraid or resistant, I'm willing to say yes. Imagine yourself saying yes. What happens in your heart space? Sometimes as you say yes, the resistance or density, the opposing forces, which is the ego, will come in and go, no, don't do it. You need to stay safe. You need to play small. That's too risky. You can't do it. You must be afraid. You're going to get hurt. The ego will come in with all kinds of excuses. Imagine for a moment you could just put all of that fear aside. Imagine for a moment you could allow that density to rise up and clear. Anything that doesn't have anything to teach you, let it rise, let it clear. 
soften around it. Even though I'm afraid, I'm still willing to say yes. Even though I'm resistant on some level, I'm still willing to say yes. Even though I don't know what it looks like or what it means, I'm willing to say yes to this cause because I feel it so deeply within. This is that call to rise. This is the feeling of that call to rise. Now, I'm just going to intensify the energy just a little bit so that you can really feel it. So I'm working with your energies and just breathe and allow. As we allow that call to rise to expand just a little bit more, we're going to invite some of that fear, some of that density to clear. Again, you're aligning with the yes, I'm willing. Yes, I'm willing to play my part. Yes, I'm willing to stand in this cause. Yes, I'm willing to answer the call to rise. Yes, I am willing to answer the call in my heart. Feel it rise. Feel it expand. Feel the energy of yes meet that call. Feel the two of them join together and expand even more. Allow that energy to rise up and expand even more. Soften around it. Receive it. Say yes to it again. Let it rise even more. Imagine yourself as that beautiful boat, that beautiful ship rising with the tide. A high tide raises all the ships, all the boats. Everyone rises up with a high tide. Imagine us all rising up. All rising up to be in alignment with love, to be the messengers of love, to speak our truth, to stand up for the causes that we're meant to stand up for, to really honor and channel our energy and our time to those things that we know in our heart we're meant to do. It's allowing, it's accepting, There's an opening, and then there's an answering, answering the call. Take some deep breaths. Allow that call to rise, to expand even more, and allow your answer, which is yes, to expand even more. There's something you know deep down inside of you that you're meant to be doing. And I want you to align with that, even if it's just for this moment, even if it's just while you're listening. Imagine that you said yes to it. Imagine how that would feel. When we align with our heart, yes, and we align with what we're meant to do, that's when the universe can conspire to support us. It will surround us. It will align with us. It will bring everything we need. Because whatever is guided is always provided. Whatever comes in as guidance, there's always provision. It's always given. Now, what's guided on our path isn't always easy. In some ways, life begins to flow, but in other ways, we can bump up against a lot of resistance, ours and other people's. So if you've seen anybody standing up for a cause, you've seen many examples, I'm sure, you will see that as as powerful as the force is that's coming through us, the divine, there can be an opposing force that we're met with, and that's that law of opposites. So the more we expand and stand in the light or stand in love or stand for that cause, the opposite will come to meet us. And it's people look at it as a little bit like a test, 
it's kind of, it's not really the universe testing us. It's just kind of the nature of how it works. When we expand, there's a contraction. That's natural. When the, the, the ebb and flow of the tide, that's natural. In our human experience, that's what happens. So when we can meet that resistance, when we can meet that contraction and hold our light and hold our ground and stand solid on the foundation that we're standing on, then we can meet that resistance and we can hold the energy of love. We can meet the fear with love and love expands. We can meet the resistance with love and love will expand. The ego would have us shrink and withdraw and hide and pull back and put our head in the sand, go under our blankets, hide under our bed, because the ego wants to keep us safe. The ego is the teacher of fear. It only knows fear. And its only job is to keep us safe. And keeping us safe and in alignment with fear is the only way it knows how to survive and thrive. But the truth is, we don't need fear. We don't need fear anymore. We can actually stand in love, as love, for love. So as we go to the break, my invitation for you right now is to reflect on what is it in your life that you may need to let go of or what is it that's holding you back or anchoring you down, keeping you stuck? What is it that you're resistant to? What are you afraid of or what are you afraid to let go of? Because that's the only thing that's going to stop you or anyone else from answering that call to rise. Fear. That's all it boils down to, fear. And it can show up in many different ways. I'll talk more about that after the break. For now, I want you to tune into what is it in my life or in my mind that's stopping me from answering this call to rise, to standing up and speaking for the cause that I know in my heart I meant to speak for, whether that's a movement or whether that's a humanitarian cause or something else in the world. You know in your heart what it is. You know it so deeply. And I'm going to help you today to get more and more in touch with it. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're here with Sue Jumei. I am your host and Life by Divine is the show. If you're just tuning in, I've been channeling a message from the divine for you today. And we are talking about the idea of answering the call to rise. And let's not make it an idea anymore. Let's actually make it an intention. From idea to intention. Are you willing to set an intention to answer the call to rise? Just say yes. If you're watching Facebook Live, then say yes. If you're listening to the podcast replay, say yes. 
Just say yes in this moment. Just declare your heart yes. Yes, I'm willing to set an intention to answer the call to rise. That call within my own heart, the call within your own heart. Will you answer it now? When you say yes, it activates something within you. It activates that beautiful divine collaboration. It activates that channel for the divine to come in and work with you, to meet you in your humanness, and to guide you from there. It begins with a yes. It begins with the energy of yes, the intention of yes. You know in your heart what you're meant to be doing. When I had that experience with the boat and the anchor that was holding me down, the feeling that my body was rising up, but I was being pulled down by this anchor, Shortly after that, within a week or two, I had another experience in meditation where I received the words, this is the next wave of awakening. The next wave of awakening is upon us. And when we honor and align with that wave, we can use that energy to carry us, to move us, to propel us forward. It's like being in a boat and having that following that 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 tide, a following tide, I believe it's called, where you're kind of in the boat and then the tide comes, it kind of pulls you back a little bit and then pushes you. It's like a that wave kind of pushing you out. We have we've had a boat up and down a river. So the river actually is at, at the the mouth of the ocean. So it kind of at the mouth of the river there's the ocean and it it can be moving out or it can be moving in. When we're actually going upriver and the tide's going in the opposite direction, it slows us right down. But when we're going out with the tide or moving with the tide, it actually gives us a sensation of being pulled back a little bit and then pushed. So we have this like, almost like boost of energy. Like sitting on a swing and someone actually giving you a push, push versus you trying to get the momentum going on the swing yourself. We have this divine nature that's part of all of us, working in collaboration with all of us, orchestrating beautiful synchronizations, beautiful synchronistic meetings and connections all the time, in every moment. But we also have our own human will where we get to choose on a human level to exercise our human will or to align with our divine will. And our divine will is actually serving everyone, including us. Our human will appears to be serving, but it's often serving a certain limited amount of people. Or limit, in a way, it's very limited because it's based on our human experience, our human mind. My intention is always to meet you in your humanness and remind you of your divinity. So as a healer, as a global impact visionary leader, as an ordained minister, as a coach, I'm also a teacher. And my gift is to be able to give you messages Work in the background with your energy. So I don't know if you, some of you are in tune with that. You'll feel me working with you energetically as well. So I kind of go beyond the mind and behind the mind and underneath it. And I go to get around these things. I kind of bypass the ego a lot in the work I do. And when I do that, we are, I'm allowing the divinity to work through me. So sometimes I will say something and your mind is like, what is she saying? But in your heart, you feel it. I'm looking for the feeling deeper within you, uh, a resonance, 
a ping, something inside of you kind of sparking, like sparking an awakening, sparking a knowing, a remembering. At the same time, I'm giving the mind enough of an understanding so that it comes along. So you'll notice sometimes in my messages on some of the podcasts or some of the radio shows, you'll notice that some will really feel like human kind of experiences, human dialogue, judgment, projection, all that kind of stuff, working at the level of the mind, working at the level of our humanness. And then there's times where I come in with a message like today or like last week where it's kind of stretching the mind a little bit for some people, not for all of you. Some of you are right there with me, but stretching the mind a little bit. So I give the mind enough of an understanding. I stretch it enough to open it, but not completely create resistance. Because if I stretch it too much too quick, then a closed mind, is a, a resistance mind is a closed mind. So for those of you that this, this is just truth speaking, you just, you're resonating with it. It's landing. It's making sense. It's, it's resonating really deeply. Beautiful. For those that it's not, the invitation is to take the pieces that resonate, bring them into your heart space, keep the mind open and curious to try on something new. Adi Ashanti is one of the spiritual teachers I like to learn from, and he talks about everything pointing to the truth. And a lot of times we mistaken the truth for the finger pointing to the truth. And I really love that because what I teach one week compared to another week can actually feel like a contradiction. If you're actually listening, I might say one thing and then say the complete opposite in another week. And the reason is because I'm not filtering what's coming out of my mouth. I'm allowing the divine to speak through me as a channel. I've learned to be that clear channel. I've learned to have that deep trust and blind faith and allow the words to come through me. And all of these things in the radio show that I share, in the books, in my books, in other people's books, everything you see and read and experience is simply pointing to the truth. Where you attach or where you hold on or where you cling to is a weak point that the ego then has an opportunity to come in and drag you down and cause confusion and uncertainty and fear. He, Adi Ashanti says, don't confuse the finger pointing to the truth for the truth. I told you in the beginning, I'm going to share what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And that is in anything I do, I hold that intention. I hold that promise. So when you hear something and it resonates true for you, take it into your heart, but don't hold on to it. Don't grasp it. Don't choke it. Don't keep it. Hold it gently. Because what's happening is you're going to receive the message at the level of the mind to create an understanding to allow that message to go deeper and connect to the truth within you. So we're bringing the mind in harmony with the heart. So we don't have that gap of resistance. And sometimes there's a bit of a stretch for the mind. So sometimes there's resistance, but we don't want that gap to be too big that we close the mind. So we create this beautiful synergy this beautiful harmony between the mind and the heart, letting the heart lead, letting truth within us lead, knowing that that truth can change. And that's where Adi Ashanti was talking about, don't confuse the finger pointing to the truth for the truth. Because the finger pointing to the truth can change. What you need to hear at the level of the mind may be different today than it is next week. Maybe different today than it, than it was last year. So some tools that you had last year that really resonated, that were really working for you, aren't working anymore. Let them go. Release them. 
Release the resistance. Let them go. You don't need to cling to those things because attachment is of the ego. When you look into your heart, what is it that you're holding on to in your life that you know you're meant to release? Whether it's a relationship or a job or an idea or a belief, a situation, a circumstance, whatever it is, what is it that you're holding on to that is acting like that chain that's keeping you down, pulled down, barely treading, or stuck at a certain level? You feel the call to rise. You feel that energy wanting to pull you up and out of it. But you have this anchor holding you stuck and pulling you down. What is it for you? What's that ch- Accept it. You can even appreciate it because it's there for a reason. It's been there for a reason. A lot of people are actually holding on longer to it, so it actually creates a lot more pain and suffering along the way. But it's still purposeful. It still had something to teach you. Because if it's on your path, it's purposeful, period. But now when you're feeling the resistance, now when you're feeling that call to rise and you feel that anchor pulling you down, now is the time to look at it and go, okay, what is this still teaching me? Or why am I still holding on to it? What is it that I'm holding on to really? And it might be that fear of, of your light. It might be that fear to stand up and stand out and stand strong. It, you might be afraid to play big. You might be afraid of what the guidance is going to be. So one way, one of the tools I teach in the Intuition Academy is to be able to hear the guidance, to hear what the divine is guiding you to, to hear your inner spirit, to open up that channel and hear the messages clearly from your heart. And then here's where we can bypass the mind and and make sure the ego doesn't have that point of weakness. I give you full permission to follow or not to follow. I give your human self permission to follow the guidance or not. We have the, the right to exercise our human will. But your willingness to hear the guidance will open up the channel. And all of these things that are in the way, fear in whatever way it's playing out, in the way of resistance or anger or resentment or whatever it is that you still have leftovers around, all of these leftovers are history anchors. All of these things that are keeping you from being that clear channel are anchors dragging you down, holding you back from living the life that you're meant to be living, from doing what you're meant to be doing, from being who you're meant to be in this world. No one else is holding you back. That's the good news. Now, don't go judging yourself and blaming yourself, but that's the good news. It may appear that others are holding us back, but they're not. We are holding ourselves back for fear of letting others down, fear of people. Maybe we're people pleasers. I I was a chronic people pleaser. I know what that's like. I don't do that anymore because I know it's not serving anybody because it's more fear disguised as caring. And that doesn't feel good. So when you can break these chains, when you can release these anchors, you can then stand in your humanness, invite your divinity to guide you, and you get to make a choice. You get to choose. Your human self can choose to align with your divine self, or your human self can choose to align with your ego self. Neither is right or wrong. Both have really powerful learning experiences. The ego path is usually more powerful. It's usually more intense, usually has more resistance, more pain and suffering, still valuable lessons there. 
And the beautiful thing is, like an internal GPS, if the divine is guiding you to turn right and you turn left and align with the ego, the, the divine will patiently wait and redirect you. So it's like you go on a little detour. It takes a little longer, spend a little bit more time and energy and money, but you'll get back on track. Eventually, the divine will get you back on your path. As you embark on the rest of your day, I want to invite you to ask yourself and reflect on what am I being called to do? What is my call to rise? What does that look like, feel like, taste like? Experience it, bring the feeling and experience of it, not just in your head, but in your heart, in your body, in your emotional body, in your energy body. Bring it all in, feel it fully. And then what is anchoring me down? What is holding me back? What does those anchors represent in my life? And take a good radical honest look. If you need support, reach out for support. Your heart will lead you to the practitioner, to the person, to the healer, to the coach, whatever it is you need, to the book, to the song, whatever it is you need. Everything is given if you're open to hearing the guidance. The Intuition Academy is open for enrollment. We have the new program starting in September in the next couple of weeks. If you're inspired to want to learn how to be a clear channel, to let the divine work through you in every way, to break all those barriers and clear all the leftovers that are interfering with your ability to be that clear channel, to be really in a place of standing so solidly in your intuition and trusting your intuition, then I'm going to invite you to join the uh, apply for the Intuition Academy. And I can join with you. I'll be offering a live experience of the Intuition Academy coming up. So it'll be a one or two hour masterclass live experience of the Intuition Academy. So you can watch for that on our website. You can join the open level membership, which is the free level membership. And I send out a weekly blessing, which is a combination of a lesson and a blessing. And I will be sharing information on the upcoming live experience for the Intuition Academy. And I hope you'll join me. I want to thank you for coming and for tuning in each week and for bringing your energy here and being part of this beautiful call to rise. It's my honor to be here with you each week. I appreciate you. I see you. I love you. I honor you. Until next week. Namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue and the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.